0: Your style isn't so much about what you're wearing, but it's more about how you're wearing it and how you're putting it together.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, it's Emily Reagan. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're new, just know that I've been working as a freelancer for the past decade, helping clients out behind the scenes as what we call an entrepreneur, helping them grow their business, grow their email list, do their social media build the websites, all the fun stuff behind the scenes. And you could be doing this for work too. But there's one aspect of working behind the scenes. Even if you don't want to have your face shown, you do have to show up for discovery calls. You know, it's true. Your clients are going to be judging you based on your appearance in that first one-to-one meeting. Impressions are everything, your lighting, your confidence, your delivery, your looks, they all matter in that first impression and the rates you can command. All goes into that confidence of feeling good. For some of us, we haven't had to slip on a jacket for years. I know for me, I used to work in the PR world where all the girls were super cute, dressed to the nines. And then I became a mom and then it became a different world. Your clothes might need an update. And to show up on video is a little bit of a different game. So today in this episode, I have brought fashion editor, celebrity stylist, Alicia Lincoln, all the way from New York to help us ditch the frumpy mom jeans and to look our best in our next discovery call. That way we get the client and we can charge our top fees. It's all about showing up and it's all about feeling good. Your clients need to see you on video to trust you, but you need to feel confident too. So, let's talk about reviving your closet for Zoom calls, learn how to style and work with what you've got. We're gonna talk about colors, necklines, what to wear at your next conference or even your photo shoot, because yes, you might need to take photos to represent yourself as a freelancer as well. So, I'm gonna give you a little spoiler alert right now. I ended up hiring Alicia to help me with my clothes because I turned 40. I've gained some weight, a little bit extra thanks to COVID and everything else happening. And Alicia helped me pick out some new pants, pants for my downfall. (laughs) I think when we recorded this episode, she gives the advice to wear pants in your Zoom call. I think I was probably wearing pajama pants because I hate pants and trying to fit them. So I did hire Alicia to help me. I have an upcoming photo shoot and she did amazing. So if you want to see Alicia's magic and see how she transformed my wardrobe, come find me on Instagram right now. Emily Reagan PR. You're going to see some of the new outfits. Some of the first photos are already coming out from our first photo shoot. I have another photo shoot. We actually recorded this episode at the beginning of the year inside my free Facebook group, and we are reviving it now for this summer series. But it's really timely now that I hired her for a photo shoot because photo shoots are so important as a freelancer to also show your face. So the timing's perfect. Without further ado, let's dive into our interview with. Fashionable Alicia. Hey everyone, happy new year. We have a fun surprise today. We are talking about clothes and style with Alicia Lincoln here today. Say hello. Hello everybody. It is so, I'm so excited to be here with you today, Emily. I was excited for you to show up and see your outfit. I love watching you online and seeing what you're wearing and you always have such funky, cool, eclectic style. But you tell everyone who you are, where you're from and what you do. I really think everyone's gonna love talking with you today.
0: So my name is Alicia Lincoln. I am living in New York City. I have two kids and I'm a personal fashion stylist. I got my start way, way, way back a long, long time ago. I was, I wanted to be a writer. Okay. So I wanted to be a writer and I got a job as a fashion editor. The job was to write all the copy in the fashion industry. And they also had me Styling the shoots. So, this was my introduction into working on photo shoots and working with clothes. So, at the time, I was also friends with a lot of photographers. I was friends with a lot of producers and creative directors, people who were working on freelance commercial shoots. And I was looking at them, and I'm in this full time position. I'm writing, I'm styling. I felt like I was working all the time. And my friends, they were freelance, and their lives just seemed so much more free. So I decided that I want to do that. So I left the job as the full-time fashion editor, and that is when I started my career as a freelance fashion stylist. And this is how I spent the bulk of my career, styling shoots for magazines, for ads, for commercials, working with celebrities, working with models. And you may have noticed this, but there was a time when the trend in advertising it shifted from always using models and celebrities that they started bringing real people in. You might notice that in like a a cell phone ad or, so I started working with real people is what they call them, the talent. And when I started working with regular people, I realized that this is something that's really interesting me to connect with these real people one-on-one. Because when you're working on a shoot with models and celebrities, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. It is so much fun. It is very creative. I love the atmosphere. I love the collaboration that goes on. But working with real people, there's a different type of connection. And when I started connecting with these women in particular, I started working one-on-one with them And what I started to notice was that, wow, these women every day, successful women, many of them were very successful, they're struggling with getting dressed every day. And that wasn't something that I was noticing with the models and celebrities, because they were just showing up to do their job. When I started going into the homes of real women and started to notice the struggle that they were having, and they started to, they basically start their day in this battle between their body and their wardrobe. And that's when the wardrobe lands in a pile of frustration on the bed. You know, when you're trying to find something to wear and it's like, nope, nope, nope. And it doesn't feel good, right? When you when it, you get hot, you get sweaty. I know what it feels like too, because I, I know what that's like. So when I saw these women struggling, that's when I decided that, you know what? This actually comes really easy to me. I love doing this. I am going to help these women. I'm going to help them understand how to dress their bodies better and to bring more creativity and bring more fun into getting dressed every day, because this is something that we have to do every day. So why not make it a more pleasant experience? So that is what I do right now is I work one-on-one with everyday women, mostly moms, and I help them show up with more confidence in their lives. Because when you put on an outfit that you like and that you feel good in, I think most of us know what that feels like. You're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to go out into the world and do my thing. So that's that's what I help women do today.
1: Oh, I love that. It's such a confidence booster when you're wearing the right clothes and you feel powerful and you feel like getting stuff done that day. And I know the days that I don't try, I feel it. You know, it weighs me down. Even if I'm like a little bit comfy on the bottom half, I don't feel my best. So I love oh, yeah. that position. First, I want to backtrack because you had two major pivots in your own business, which gives, I give you mad props to, mad respect, because you went, you, A, switched to the freelancer world, which is where everyone here is from, and you realized free is actually means freedom in your schedule. Does it mean you work for free?
0: Oh, let's clarify that. Yeah, I I was, I've always been a real freedom seeker. So when I said that they, that they seem so free, that's exactly
1: what I meant. No, they were, it it can be quite lucrative actually. Yes. Oh, I I love that so much. You stop like working for the man and you start setting your own schedule, saying yes to the right client. So that seems like fun. How long did you do that for? Freelancing? Yeah.
0: Well, so, so then the, so freelance stylist was basically my, my entire career Okay. and the pivot to style one-on-one is. That's when I went from being a freelance stylist to having my own styling business. That's when I became an entrepreneur. And I guess I left this out was I work virtually. So styling shoots and working, it's just a lot of clothes. It's a lot of product. It's a lot of merchandise. It's very physical. It was starting to take its toll on me physically, shopping through stores, carrying tons of packages. So in 2018 is when I decided that I'm going to take this business online. I started to see the online digital space and what's going on. And, and I thought, you know what, I, this is something that I could be doing online. So yeah, pivoting to um from full time to freelance and then from freelance to
1: having my own business, which
0: is where I am today. Oh my gosh.
1: So good. And so many of you, you start your business, you don't know where it's going. And Alicia is a prime example of going with it, learning and being open to a better business model. Because once you get that experience, you start working with the right clients that light you up even more, you can totally change. Like you have permission to make your business what you want. So I love this. I didn't tell you but I went to um, Germany for a few years when I was young and I, I worked in the PR world. Everyone was super cute. And I, I did not have that innate quality to me. But um, when I got back from Germany, I like binged on what not to wear because I feel like I didn't get those lessons <laughs> in general. And I kind of got out of college like, what do I wear? Like it just everything was very matronly. You know, this is before social media. Like, I didn't really know what's going on, but I have to say that show helped me a lot. And I am like so done with it, but it was just kind of funny because I knew that's what I needed. And I need it again now as a mother who's had four kids, who started working again, and who needs to update her wardrobe. And I'm kind of like at a loss, like, what do I wear? Like, there's only like a few things in my closet I actually like, you know, so that that's just really hard. So what advice do you have? For the woman in her 30s, maybe early 40s, starting over with the work
0: clothes. Yeah, well, what you went through, Emily, is really common. I see this a lot with my clients, with moms in particular. There's different points in our lives where we go through these identity shifts. And going from non-mom to mom is a huge identity shift. And a lot of women actually lose they lose touch with themselves in that shift because as a mom, you're so focused on taking care of your kids. It, it becomes the primary focus. And then the days go by, pile up and up, you know, and then the next thing you know, you're like, wait a second, what, what, what am I wearing? Who is this person? And once you have that, that awakening it's like the wait a second i don't i don't want to look like this anymore yes i am a mom and i'm a business owner or and you know your other identities so this is actually something that i love to suggest is to take some time and actually think about all the different roles that you play in your life and use those to guide you how you want to get dressed so for example i'm a mom right i'm also a stylist i am also a, a presenter, right? So when you start to think about all the different roles, you know, before COVID, you know, I had other roles, I was working in, a, I had, a, uh, was in a co working space, right? So there's a lot of roles, I think some of them may have diminished a little bit right now, because we're at home, but they will be back, you know, this is just temporary. Uh, but t- take a moment to really think about all the roles that you have in your life, even write them down, and then start with where you're at. When it comes to getting dressed, I always recommend starting with what's in your closet. Okay. And I understand that maybe you feel like you don't have anything and that could be true, but I encourage you to give it a chance going into your closet with the perspective of right now I'm dressing as, um, you know, Emily business owner. And, and what do I want to wear that helps me get into that role? So I like to think of it kind of the way an actor would use their clothes to get into costume. You want your clothes to support you, okay? Well, you definitely want your undergarments to support you, so that's first and foremost. You wanna (laughs) get some good undergarments that can literally support you, and then you wanna have the rest of your outfit help you feel more into that role. So, you know, right now we're doing doing a chat for business, so think about what are the roles that are gonna help, I mean, what are the clothes that are gonna help me feel more confident As I'm showing up in this role as businesswoman, stylist, or whatever it is, so definitely take it some time and think about the roles aside from mom. Right? We know you're mom, but what else are you doing in your life?
1: Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I also have to think as far as function. You know, like I need an outfit that I could still sit down and play with the kids, and you know, work at the desk and look good, and like not be embarrassed if I go run an errand. But this is really good advice because. I don't want to be like changing my outfits, <laughs> you know, I like, I needed to fit all of those roles in one day. Oh my goodness. So what are some tips for getting dressed for the zoom calls and the work calls for this, this okay. role? Not the mommy role. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right.
0: So the role, um, when you're doing a work call. So, okay. First and foremost, put on a whole outfit. OK, there's a couple reasons why I suggest you doing that. I'm not going to ask you to stand up right now, Emily, but you never know when you're going to have to stand up unexpectedly. And if you're on a work call and you stand up and you've got your, you know, Mickey Mouse pajamas on, <laughs> on the bottom, you know, so you never know something might happen that will cause you to stand up unexpectedly you want to be prepared for it. Now, I'm prepared. I'm prepared for it. So I'm going to tell you, Okay, I actually like to wear, these are shorts. So I actually feel very comfortable in my shorts. You know, I put a belt on, I'm very comfortable sitting at home, but if I had to like, you know, get up really quickly for some reason and my client's sitting there, it still looks professional. So You can find comfortable clothes. It could be your sweatpants even, but there's a lot of really nice sweatpants now, like jogger style that are super comfortable and you could put a nice belt over as well. So first and foremost, put on a full outfit because you never know when you're going to have to stand up. And the second reason why I believe you need to put on a full outfit is because when you're going onto your work calls, you want to show up with a certain presence. You want to have a certain energy. Now, do your Mickey Mouse pajamas give you that? Now, I don't even know if you have Mickey Mouse pajamas. I just pulled that one out. But I'm just saying, like, we have our cozy clothes that we wear, like, if we're sick or we really want to, you know, feel nurtured and supported, you know, laying on the couch, watching Netflix, right? We have those clothes that do the job of supporting you in that arena, but when you're showing up for your clients, let, you, you need to, you know, you want to show up and have a strong presence. So putting on a full outfit and even just that time that it takes, we're talking a couple extra minutes to put on the full
1: outfit, that's yeah. gonna help you get into the right mindset. Okay, I'm gonna call myself out. I usually do, but I did not today, <laughs> which is funny because I got up to move something and I'm sure you saw my pants. They're not even cute joggers. But normally I do that because I I know that feels good. And I even had to upgrade my jean size because I was feeling so uncomfortable. And I hadn't worn jeans in years. We used to live in Florida. But I'm like, I have to get like the next size because I'm sitting all day. I need to feel comfortable. And it's so funny because I normally do. But there's a commercial out right now. And the commercial is so dumb. And the guy gets caught in his his like Mickey Mouse boxers and he's like, oh, and I always make fun of that. But I'm like, I never thought about it actually happening. (laughs) Totally good. And And I was working with a client and
0: we were talking and she was telling me how she's like, I am so glad that I'm working with you right now. She was telling me because she was on a phone call with her client and her client actually was like you know what we're gonna switch to zoom right now here's the link and, and she was just thinking that thank god i took the time to put together the whole outfit even though it was a phone call you just wanna be prepared you when you're going into your work day you wanna be ready for anything and, and can you imagine if she had to be to say oh can you give me 20 minutes or you you just want to be able to you know show up as you as if it's in person. Show yep. up as if you're meeting in person. Now I love I love joggers and sweatpants. I love shorts. I love feeling comfortable, but I believe that you can feel comfortable and still look polished and pulled together at the same time.
1: Oh my gosh, so good. What other tips do you have?
0: Well, so when we're talking about our Zoom calls, something to really think about are your necklines and your accessories. So your earrings, they're working. I love it. So, this is a great example. You know, you have on your earrings and it just, it really frames your face. And so, one great thing about your earrings is that they're not distracting. They're not going to be a conversation starter where I'm going to be like, oh, I wonder what those are made of. You know what I mean? Like, it's like they frame your face. And this is what you want your accessories to do. You want them to compliment you. Right. So, unless you do want to make a fashion statement. Now, you know, there is definitely a time and a place for whatever business you're in or whatever the call is that you do want to really stand out and have people be like, wow, look at her. She really brought it with those cool. Did you ever watch that, um, Renee Brown Netflix special? No, but I need to, I need to, because it's on Netflix and she wears these massive feather earrings that I was just so I kept looking at them the whole time. And it had to be it was it had to be a conscious choice. I mean, that That show was broadcast to millions, but that's what I mean about a conversation starter. It's like I was definitely she's really upped her style game, Brene Brown, just through the years and all her visibility and success. And I, I love that she chose to wear these like bold feather earrings next to her face. I I thought it really showed personality. So that's another thing that you want your accessories to do, is you want them to show a little bit of personality. So if you're meeting with a really um, let's say corporate client or something that's, you know, very serious, maybe you're not going to wear, you know, the colorful earrings if that's not you, but you can, like you could definitely show up with the colorful earrings if that's your personality. Right. So you just don't want it to be, you just don't want it to take over the frame. You want it to,
1: to highlight who you are, show your personality. Maybe for something like, if say, I'm about to record a virtual summit workshop. I'm not going to do that because that will be very distracting for 30 minutes to see it go like that. But I'll tell you, my last in-person conference, I wore these big, chunky, kitschy strawberry earrings. And it was awesome because it made that, like, <laughs> that very um, small, it was a conversation starter it made it easier to talk to people. What earrings is Emily wearing today? Like help me stand out. And it kind of gave a way to like give an excuse to talk to people. And I
0: love that. I love when you choose to use your fashion as a conversation starter. And there is definitely a time and a place to do that when you really want to stand out and get people talking about you and what you're wearing. But if you're meeting with your clients, you know, depending on what your situation is. Generally, you want to think more about having your accessories highlight you and compliment you.
1: It's funny, when we got on video, I immediately noticed your uh, neckline and not in a risque way, but I was like, she looks put together. She's got a beautiful like V. You've got the layer of necklaces. They're, I think, gold, right? Mm -hmm. They're gold. Yep. Instantly. And I mean, I, I get it, but can you tell everyone what the neckline will do? Because I'm doing the opposite. I am wearing Okay. My sister and I have a joke. Is that sweatshirt from Lululemon or Walmart? (laughs) Can you tell? I actually have like a nice quality raglan sleeve sweatshirt on and it's kind of dark. You can't really see, but we like to joke. Like, can you tell if it's even high quality or not? But Oh, that's interesting. So I have the circle net like I'm going on right now for everyone who's visual and can see. And then Alicia has a nice V. So tell everyone what that can do for you. Okay. So V-necks are universally flattering for pretty much all body types. So
0: I definitely recommend V-necks for most people. I actually, I like, you have a crew neck on and I like the crew neck and I like that you chose to do the earrings and just kept it clean around the neck because you also chose to do earrings and lipstick. So now my attention is going up to your face. If you put a necklace on there, I think a really simple one could also look pretty, but I I like your choice. But V-necks are generally very, very flattering. And the way, the rule of thumb to know is that you want your necklace to just follow the neckline of your top. That's very, just necklaces 101. So that's if you're just getting started and just figuring out. Additionally, you can also use your necklaces to create new necklines. So for example, you could put on a pendant necklace with your crew neck, oh, and yeah. that's going to give a V-neck. Oh, okay. V-necks are very flattering. So whether it's actually in the top or you put a pendant necklace on, and then that's going to create the V, the way it goes down. So the V-necks, you know, they create this illusion of going down and into to your waist. Yeah. It's
1: very pretty. So I never know what to do with the chunky necklaces. Like I have some, I never wear them because I feel... I feel weird.
0: <laughs> I feel like we should have had your chunky necklaces out here and looked at them. <laughs> Not going to get up and get them. Sure, <laughs> I will save them for another
1: time. <laughs>
0: okay, another time. Um, I think chunky necklaces are really great on Zoom, and I think they're really fun statement pieces. I mean, what are what's the neckline? Like I said, if you follow the neckline of your shirt, then that's pretty much always going to work. Okay. What, what, tell me
1: what. Tell me where you're confused. I think I just pick out jewelry first. I want to like, I want to wear that. I have no idea what to put with it. I might have to just send you a post later. Maybe we'll do a vote in the group or something, but I was just thinking that's what stops me. I feel like earrings are easy and fun. And then necklaces, I guess also having like little kids, like always hanging on me and they break. So I kind of avoid them. So functionality
0: is really important when you're getting dressed. So I call these your styling non-negotiables, okay? Okay. So your clothes and accessories have a job to do, okay? And they need to meet certain expectations. So you need to meet the external uh, expectations, which are things like weather and location. And then the internal expectations, which has to do with things like having kids tuck on your necklaces or modesty would be another one. So for example, I'm a pretty modest person. So I've got on this V-neck, but I have on a a tank top underneath it, because that makes me feel more comfortable. So for me, I'm always going to layer a camisole underneath a V-neck just because I feel more comfortable. So that's going to meet my internal expectation so that I feel comfortable. You're meeting these expectations so you can feel comfortable, whether it's the temperature, whether it's the event, you know, maybe you're going to a, a conference, you know, there's, there's expectations that you want to feel so you want to meet them so that you feel comfortable so having children and not wanting to ruin have your necklaces tugged at or tangled and all that stuff that's going to be one of your styling non-negotiables and that's just something that your all your accessories and your clothing needs to meet that styling non-negotiable so right now for
1: you necklaces maybe not so much when yeah. you're
0: around the kids
1: yeah Temperature is a big one for me, especially because we were living in the south for six years. Now we're in DC, but I had to be so careful with what kind of fabrics I would choose, or I was miserable. <laughs> I was like sweating and yes. not feeling good. So I, I have kind of learned that lesson over the years and made some mistakes and bad purchases, but at least it got it got me smarter. But that's a non negotiable for me. I need I need that temperature regulating. <laughs>
0: Yes. And you know, speaking about the fabrics, you know, this is another reason why I I got into the habit of starting to wear camisole. In the wintertime, I wear camisoles, those really thin spaghetti strap tank tops. I wear them pretty much under everything because just like sweaters when it's colder outside, I just like the feel of the nice cotton on my skin as opposed to the sweater. So I just got in the habit. Also, I tend to get very hot when I'm under the lights and recording, so I get a little sweaty. So it's nice to have a camisole. It it serves the same purpose as like a men's undershirt, basically. It'll catch your sweat. And this is something that when I be working on shoots... Sweating is a very big thing that happens to models. So, you know, I would have to have, you know, the undershirts, the camisoles, and you know, backups to to help with that. So
1: it makes me feel so much better (laughs) knowing your models have that issue. Well, it's a big issue. When you're public speaking too, I mean you feel you feel your temperature raising and some of that too. But so where do you get your your camis from do you have a special case you like to buy? you know
0: it's I actually have I can share the link with you I have a lookbook and um it lists style basics that you can't live without and it's a list of cute joggers and sweatpants leggings tank tops uh, I think even black boots I talked about so um So I'm, I'm going to definitely share the link, but just off the top of my head, you know, some ones that I really like are from, so my favorite ones right now are that Worthington brand from JCPenney, I think it is. Okay. And the so I buy camisoles all the time for shoots. That's how, so I would be getting them. So a lot of times I would end up with, um, extras, right? So they kind of made their way into my wardrobe. So, um, (laughs) I definitely have some, they're very, um nice it's a really nice soft fabric i also think that ann taylor has some really good ones right. so unicloud but i'm gonna share this lookbook and then you can go see wow, awesome. and have all sorts of options
1: i i'm really enjoying having this conversation with you like just because in like real life it's me and my husband at home and sometimes i just want to talk about hair and makeup and clothes and underwear <laughs> you know and shoes but the cami for me, that's been really hard. I have some that I bought that don't let me breathe and I just feel disgusting in them or like they're too tight and they hug my muffin tops wrong. And so like finding that perfect cotton tank, like I'm on a mission. So thank you for that.
0: <laughs> I you know what, right when you said that, the the fit, there's this brand called Duluth Trading Company. Have you heard of them? Oh. And they make them with the um the shelf. So then you don't even
1: have to wear a bra. <laughs> You're speaking my language.
0: <laughs> it, so I definitely linked to those ones in the lookbook because those ones are people
1: love them. Yes. Oh, that's so good. All right. And I love like the, long, like I'm tall. So I like the long ones or I like it to at least have options for when I'm sitting. Although I did find the 10 inch inseam where it's like changed my mom life. Like I can sit on the ground and not have issues in the back. You know what I'm with, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Totally. Yeah. Um, Some of my favorite tank tops, actually, these ones are quite old and I don't even know if they're available, but they're the long ones. These ones are long and they're by, do you
1: remember American apparel? Yes, I do. And you know why? Because I, several years ago, tried to start a t-shirt company and that's who I bought my shirts from because they're so good. Yeah. Good quality.
0: Yeah, they make really long. So, so the tank tops that I recommend in the lookbook are mostly not long, but the American Apparel ones go down right. over the butt. So, I just got them so long ago. I don't. I know that brand. I think went out of business. Oh, it did.
1: Okay, I think so. Okay. Well, I'll, yeah, I can't wait to look at that lookbook. Okay. So, what other tips do you have for a video? And I, my head's kind of going to color, but I uh, will have questions about that. But you tell us what are okay. So- Okay. Color. Let's just go right there. So,
0: okay. So when I would work on shoots, I would always have a list of colors that I wasn't able, like the no colors and like the yes colors. Right. And this had to, and, and the reason that I was given these instructions always had to do with branding. So for example, I did a lot of stuff for, um, Sensodyne toothpaste and, I can't remember who the competitor was, but basically they're like, don't use this color because that's the color of the competitor. And they, they didn't want to be confused. Right. So, and, and everything I got had to be go well with their colors, which was like a minty green or anyways. So branding is one thing to think about if, if you want to, you know, to stay aligned with your branding personally, you know, I wear colors that, make me look my best. So I like to choose colors that go well with my skin, with my hair and my eyes. So that's a different, that's a different path to go down with colors to think about, you know, which colors highlight me, make me look vibrant, make me feel alive. Because on the opposite end of the spectrum, there's going to be colors that will wash you out and make you look less vibrant. And one way to tell what are your best colors ever is to get one of those mirrors that are really close and look at your eyes and look at all the different colors that are in your eyes. You're going to see like five different colors in there, probably, maybe, maybe not five. Everybody's are different, but there's going to be a range, um, like my eyes are brown, but there's also yellow in there. And there's also some light green in it, you know what I mean? So it's like all of those colors, those are going to be my colors. So for you, you're going to just look closely. And one of those colors, you find a top, and it's also has to do with the colors you're wearing near your face, right? So any, if you do do scarves, earrings that are color, anything that's going to go near your face, if you match them to some of the colors in your eyes, that's going, be, that's going to be a win-win.
1: Oh, what a good tip. Okay, let me just interrupt for a second and invite you to the How to Work on the Lion Masterclass. I am teaching the five areas online business owners need to hire out right now. This is a free training. Just pick your day and time and attend and watch it when you get a chance. It's about an hour long. We're going to cover online business industry lingo, buzzwords, and the the behind-the-scenes job positions you could be doing. We're also covering what you need to know to get hired online and stand out above the competition. Head over to emilyreaganpr.com. Link is in the show notes to sign up right now and get your learning on, and you're going to gain clarity and have your eyes open to the remote work possibilities. I'll see you there. Once again, emilyreaganpr.com slash masterclass. All right, back to the show. So I remember being a little girl in Girl Scouts, and we did this color wheel thing to figure out our colors. Is that still a thing, like being a spring or summer or fall? Yeah, 100%
0: that system has evolved from okay. from it so there is that system which has now expanded and there's a lot of other systems that are talking to the same thing basically what colors look best on your skin eyes and your hair so it's really just about wearing your colors wearing the colors that are already with you to bring them out and make
1: you look more vibrant so yeah did you did you know what season you were I think I was spraying, I kind of have like, I'm a strawberry blonde. And I remember thinking it was none of the colors that were cool. Right. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's funny because that um, like rusty orange is really popular. And that's one of my colors that, mm-hmm. but it's interesting because there's some colors I just naturally stay away from. And when I think about it, I'm like you never see me wearing red and I don't look good in red, mm-hmm. I, but I feel it, you know? So paying attention to that gut kind of helps, but I can just remember my, my mom hanging up, putting on like bright sherbet color. I mean, it was like the nineties, like I had no control, but I I never, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to tell you, Alicia. It's it's so confusing. Well,
0: one thing to look at, you know, is something that you could start to pay more attention to when you want to, well, first of all, yes, whatever you're not gravitating towards, just Continue in that direction, generally speaking. Like I think there's a certain point in our lives where most women know what colors look good on them and what colors don't. Yeah. I think that maybe there's more colors than you thought you looked good in. You know, maybe that wheel is a little bit more expanded than you thought, but most most of my clients who I work with come to me having an idea about what colors to wear and what colors they don't like to wear. So I think most people know that. But another thing to pay attention to is do you like to wear bright colors or more muted colors? Because this is two different styles, right? Do you wear, so, it, you know, you say you're a spring like So for me, I'm hearing, oh, she probably looks really good and bright orange, or I'm hearing like bright colors for you, right? So that's something else that you can start to pay attention to is muted or um,
1: bright. Okay. Oh, those are two way separate worlds. So what looks good? Does it matter when it comes to Zoom? Like with those? Colors? I think generally speaking,
0: if you can stick with the colors that are gonna look best on you, that's the way to go. And if you want to tie in your brand, like I know some people who who like to wear the colors of their brands and really, you know, embody that, then you know, go for it. But my advice would be to really stick with the colors that are gonna highlight your face and make you look more vibrant and alive. Okay. So if it's bright colors for you, then go bright. If it's more muted, go muted. Something interesting to say is that you know the colors they don't always read in the same way that they are. You know how how a color is reading on Zoom isn't necessarily the color that's true. For
1: example, like this is I'm wearing navy right now, but I think it reads black. So yeah, think- reading black, and I'm way yeah. darker than I am. I'm more of a teal, and I'm reading really dark. Mm-hmm. You're wearing more. You're reading more navy, and mine is reading more
0: black. So. So that's, you know, just something else to keep in mind. But I do want to talk about um, that we've started on color. Let's talk about prints and patterns. Yeah, good point. Because this is really important. Okay, so there's this thing. It's called moray. And that is when your patterns, specifically really tight, narrow stripes, start to buzz. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, when I would be working on shoots, it was my biggest nightmare was the moray especially when I'd be dealing with men's ties because men's ties always are so heavily printed. So I would have to go through such a production to find the right tie that, you know, first of all, in the store, I would know not to buy the tight stripes or or these things because they're going to more but you never know exactly how it's going to work on camera. Um, There is a feature that you can test it. If you Google Zoom test, then you can go and check and see if your stripes are going to more ray. So you really want to not have that happen because that's not a good conversation starter that you want to have that your, you know, your, your outfit is kind of buzzing, but as far as prints and patterns go, This is really about showing personality. This is about showing who you are. And do you like to wear prints? Do you like to wear patterns? Then definitely do that. Like you can see, like I've got this huge printed, I've got wallpaper that's, you know, this massive floral print because that's part of my brand and part of my personality, right? So so just play into your personality, but be very mindful of really small, tight
1: stripes specifically so that they don't start buzzing. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. I forgot that that exists. And it, I could see it being so distracting on a Zoom call, like those big fluffy earrings. So, yes. Good. What about, do you have, I don't know if this is your world of like hair and makeup. Do you have any like tips about that? Or is this related? Well, okay. This is, you know, it's, I think people think it is related
0: because it is appearance and it yeah. is, you know, beautifying and confidence. And so they go hand in hand. Um, when I'm working on set, I would never touch someone's hair or makeup. There is a hair person and a makeup person. Maybe it's one person doing hair and makeup, but, um, like that on set, everybody is just like stays in their lane. Right. And if you like, I like, if I like even moved her hair off her shoulder, people would be like, what is she doing? You know? So yeah, like that is, you know, that is not something that I would do. Okay. Um, however, um my clients often will just ask me, you know, what what do you think? Or what do you like? And so I'm going to bring it back to the colors and especially with lipstick and things like that, that you really just want to wear the colors that complement your skin. And I advise every woman if she can at one point, if she's not good with makeup, to Go for a sit down at uh, a department store, pick a nice department store, like a place where you're going to get somebody who's experienced and knows what she's doing, who, you know, familiar with mom skin or something like that. You know, Um, I would say go to a department store and have a sit down, get your face done, learn what she's doing and buy some of those products like that. they, They do it. They give you that makeover to buy, you know, that's the exchange is you buy, but it's good. Buy the products, get the products, know what works for your face, get yourself a very simple beauty routine. That's going to work for you. Um, you know, I did that. I know a lot of makeup artists because I would work with them all the time. So I would always be like, can you recommend a foundation? You know? So I would always be, you know, (laughs) prying for tips. So I just have a very simple routine. I am a low maintenance woman. I don't do, a huge thing that's just not me. I don't I don't have time for that, but you know, a few products and you know, learn how to do them and and do those and then you're good to go. It really helps to feel more confident when you put your makeup on. There is there is a difference. Even with the touch up feature in Zoom. Yeah,
1: right? I haven't used that feature yet, but this is still good because you don't have to walk out with a whole clown sculpted face, right? You just need a little bit and you can feel so much more confident. For me, I'm blonde, so I have to do my eyelashes and eyebrows to feel good. And even if it's like 45 seconds, it can just make the difference in my confidence and how I feel being willing to show up on video or not. And I mean, you've seen me, I'm willing to do things in the raw, like after a jog, I did have a friend do my makeup for fun this weekend. She's learning how to airbrush and it, it was a lot. And it was fun and dramatic, but I don't have to do that every time. But what I miss is that girl's time, like being able to switch product ideas and share. And you get that when you go to a beauty counter and you just dig right in and get the quick minimal beauty steps that you're talking about. I think this is so important to just to have the minimal routine down just get your 5 minute routine. You know, one time when I went, I
0: went to Saks Fifth Avenue. This was a few years ago, and the woman went crazy on my eyebrows and it was it was interesting to see myself look like that. She didn't tweeze or anything, but she just like painted my eyebrows on and afterwards I like, you know, I took the selfie just because it was funny. It was like so funny to me. So that woman just didn't understand what I was asking for. So it's important to really clarify what you want to go for when you're at, with the makeup artists, you know, let them know, you know, I'm low key. I'm looking for a simple routine, you know, because those eyebrows like that she did on me were, it was very intense.
1: Oh my gosh. That's so funny. My first makeover, I am very much like a tomboy, low maintenance as well. And I had a makeover from the department store at like 18. And I didn't wear makeup in high school. And it was a very uh, dark, complected Latina who did it. So like her eyebrows are different. Her color is different. And it's like she took the makeup that looks good on her and put it on me. And it was like not a good combination. But you learn by trial and error. Just not all of us have time to do the like YouTube watching hours and hours. So I love your tip. Just go invest in yourself. Take a little bit of time to do the makeup counter. Maybe not right now with COVID, but there's some hacks around that.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's why I say it's important to go to a place that um with good people, because, you know, you find the makeup artists who only know how to do their face. That's like the, you know, the influencer style bloggers who only know how to dress for themselves. You know, I'm a stylist. I work with women in all shapes, all sizes, right? My job is to actually take myself out of the picture and just work on them, right? So you want to be careful that you're not getting, because a lot of people are really great at doing themselves, but that doesn't necessarily mean they can
1: help you. So let's talk about the freebie you're sharing with us here in the link. You're talking about five different ways to flatter your figure. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is? Yes. So, um, okay. So
0: there are, you know, different styles and different silhouettes, It's kind of like the same way certain colors are going to make you look really vibrant and healthy and other ones not so much. It's the same thing with the silhouettes and styles of clothing, that there are tricks that you can know about, you know, if you where do you carry most of your weight? Is it on your upper body? Is it in your stomach? Is it on your lower body? There's tricks to dressing your body based on that. And That's what this style guide shares. It shares five tips to flatter your figure based on your specific body. So where you carry your weight. And I give lots of examples so that you can go through this guide and then you'll be able to get into your closet right away and be like, okay, this is, this'll do that. And that'll work
1: for this. So it's going to help you figure out
0: how to uh, complement your body using your clothes.
1: Yeah, because everybody, everybody is so different. We're not all wearing the same thing and looking good in the same thing. So it's okay. I know for me, I know I like to wear a nice structured jacket and I feel like, like power woman. (laughs) And I know that also brings balance and it helps. I don't have a waist. I'm like very H. Like I'm just like straight. And so it gives, it cinches me in a little bit and gives me that uh, false. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I love a good blazer also.
1: Yeah. So do you have any tips? So, okay, first of all, you guys can go download that. I put the link in the description and hopefully that helps you, you know, style your body and get some confidence in what you pick out the next time. Um, I was going to ask you a question about in-person events. Like, is there anything that changes when you're in person? I know we talked about branding and good colors. I like to do branding. I like to stand out a little bit, but um, I always feel so intimidated because I just started doing this circuit, (laughs) the conference circuit again, and everybody's so cute and dressed up and you actually have to put thought into that. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah. And you want to think about put some thought into it. Absolutely. A hundred percent. That's step number one, put thought into it. Okay. And think about, you know, going back to the role, you know, get real clear on what your role is here, you know, business owner. And I like to think of a couple words that help me to get dressed, right? So I call these the North Star words, and these are what you're gonna use as your North Star. So, um, you know, maybe you wanted to feel confident, I think, or powerful, you know, so you'd go for your structured pieces. Mm -hmm. So come up with a couple words, two to three, and then keep those words close by in your brain when you're in your closet. And what's gonna help me to have that feeling have what you know, the, the structure top is going to help me feel more powerful. Okay, let's take this. And going back to the conversation starter, you know, I noticed at in person networking events, fashion conversation starters, say that five times fast. <laughs> they are so much fun. I'm a stylist, so I'm definitely going to take advantage of that. But it's a great icebreaker. When you can, so I wear one, I notice others who wear them and, you know, connection made. So, you know, earrings or statement, a statement piece, just one though, just one statement piece. And if you wear glasses, that might be your statement piece, right? So unless it's your personality, unless you're a maximalist, then by all means, many statement pieces for you, but generally speaking, just one, one strong focal
1: point is good for an outfit. I'm going to go here, even though I didn't tell you, what about if you're speaking on stage? Like I have some business owners here. I know that's one of my big goals. I usually feel like I see outrageous outfits, not outrageous, that's kind of overdone, but sparkly, sequiny. I see a lot of that on stage right now, but what, what do you suggest? I suggest Go for a bolder
0: color. Okay. So a bolder color, minimal prints. So bolder color, minimal prints. And I also suggest to go more, more form-fitted. Okay. And wearing a closer silhouette, something a little bit tighter, looks better from on stage. It it looks better on camera. Okay. On set, we would always, I would clip everything in the back to really see the waist baggy clothes just lose their shape and they just don't read well when you're, when you're on stage. So I know a lot of women are going to get uncomfortable with that because they're used to wearing baggy clothes. And I actually was just talking to a woman yesterday who told me that she wears baggy t-shirt and baggy jeans so she can hide. Right. I know so many women want to do this. So, you know, that's not going to a look as good on stage or on camera and B You want to be in a healthy relationship with your body. I have seen every body shape, every size look good, style comes in all shapes and sizes. Okay, it doesn't matter what size you wear, as long as you have confidence in what you're wearing and how you're putting it together, that's what comes across. So, I see women size 18, size 22 who rock it because they're so confident in their bodies. So, that's really what I would suggest for anyone who is wanting to hide in their clothes. And if you're going to be going on stage or even on your Zoom calls, like A, it doesn't look as good to wear the baggy clothes. Fitted just looks better. If you look at all the newscasters sitting behind, they're always wearing these really tight sheath dresses. They're showing their figure, So it doesn't look as good. And you want to be in a healthy relationship with your body. And that means to love and accept where you are right now. So even if you want to lose weight, great. If you love your body, that's going to keep you motivated and inspired to stay on that path to lose weight.
1: That's so good. And I think for me being a mom of four, remembering what my body has done, what it has um, survived, (laughs) you know, it has, it's a temple. And I'm, instead of like looking at it with shame, I'm going to try to not always perfect, but be proud about where where it is now and what it's done for me and dress how I've also heard this too. dress how it is now and not try to recapture those size for tall jeans. I might've fit <laughs> back in 2000, you know? So but that's part of my mantra. And I think will be helpful. You'll find a lot of that. A lot of you, I know, are, are thinking the same thing you haven't worked in a while and it's, it's hard to, Put yourself out there again and you know, embrace who you are now and what your body is now.
0: So Yeah. And and I think, you know, I think that you'd be surprised at how many women feel this way. Even women who, when you see them and you that woman feels insecure about her body. Yeah, they do. And I know because I worked with a lot of celebrities and models, and sometimes it would be a nightmare because of their insecurities. So you'd be surprised at how many women feel self-conscious or even ashamed of their bodies so
1: yeah. the grass isn't always greener and i'll tell you what on the flip side uh i have met people in real life at conferences where i was too intimidated maybe i've got, I've got some head trash to work through but i was too intimidated I'm like she looks so cute she looks so styled and so together like we'll never be friends and you know that's like hogwash. i whenever i end up talking to those people they're awesome they're totally approachable but um I kind of almost put people on a pedestal when they look great.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what? You can look great too. And so can everybody who's watching. It is possible for everyone to look amazing in their body as they are today.
1: So how, tell me how you work with individuals. Like how does that work? And also I want you to tell everyone about your Facebook group that you have to help. Yes. Okay. So
0: first. I work with my clients on virtually. So I am so in 2018, I mentioned this. I decided that I wanted to go online. So I got all set up with digital lookbooks, virtual closets. So I did all that in 20, 2019 is when I, is when I got set up. So then when the pandemic came in 2020, I was like ready to go. And I stopped seeing clients in person. And I'm 100% virtual right now. And I take my clients through three steps. We define their style. We streamline their closets and we update their wardrobe. So we work together. I start where they're at right now. Some of my clients are really into fashion and style and other women are not into it, but they know that they need to be doing better because of how they want to show up in their business. So so I meet my clients where they're at. And in the time that we're working together, I get to know them, I understand their personal preferences, their taste and what they love. I combine that with my years of experience styling clients. And we create a style for them that gives them confidence and And makes them feel unforgettable, right? So they they understand, you know, how to put outfits together. They have more fun in the process. And the best thing that I see that my clients get from working with me is they get a new way of seeing themselves. They didn't know what was possible for them that they could. One of my clients who we worked together over the summer, she still sends me pictures. And this woman started from only wearing hand-me-downs, like she only just took whatever people would give her, that's what she took, or she just bought really cheap stuff at the thrift store. She just didn't think about it and she knew she needed to up-level in her business. And. Now, this woman is so stylish and she sends me pictures of herself and she really loves getting a good deal. So she shows that you don't have to spend a lot of money, She's Uh not spending tons of money, but she understands how to put it all together. And she's having so much fun and is so confident. So getting a new way of seeing yourself is that's just for me, when I see that transformation, that's what I love most.
1: That makes it so worth it. That's so cool. So when you work with somebody, is it like, what's the time frame? Usually it's a season. Okay. It's for one season that we focus on. Okay. And so for someone like me, I don't like shopping. Like, I, When I go shopping, I need to be in the mood, have the money, and I'm on a mission. How can somebody like me, like, is that <laughs> is shopping going to be painful? Do you help pick out the clothes or is it something like I would go look for on my own or do like a stitch fix like how would that work
0: oh i i shop for you so okay. i put together a digital lookbook based on we define your style we streamline your closet we figured out what your wardrobe needs to be complete okay i shop for you i put together so the lookbook with the style basics with the tank tops i put together lookbooks for all my clients <laughs> but instead of having you know basic generic tank tops i fill it with things that they need to complete their wardrobe that's going to elevate their style. So so I do the shopping for my clients and then they can, you know, they can click and buy
1: right from there. Oh, that's so awesome. So tell everyone about, yeah, I'm like tempted here because I know I need to do a photo shoot and I don't like this stuff. I mean, I like it, but right now it's just not my priority. But I know for my next photo shoot, I want to look really good. I want it to be on brand. You know, I, I just get better and better. So I might have to talk to you about that. Tell everyone about your Facebook group and how you help women inside there for free. Well, the
0: Facebook group is so much fun. It is called the Closet Shopping Collective. So my goal in there is to really help women. Remember, I said, you know, start with what you have, because women probably have more clothes than they need, right? So let's start with what you have. Let's figure out what do you need? And how do we re- put it together so that you can get more outfits? So the focus is really to help women get very clear about what their style is, what they love. I do daily prompts, just throwing out style ideas, and everybody puts their opinion. I like this. Ooh, no way. I would never do that. It just goes to show, you know, everybody sees things so different. But my goal is to help the women in there to get more clarity about what their style is. What do they love? What do they want to wear? And, you know, what do they have in their closet right now that they can bring back and put into use again?
1: Oh, I love that. And it's together, you guys. And um, one of my favorite posts you do is just like, what did you find? Like, sometimes I just share, like, guess what I found at Ann Taylor Loft. And I like those posts because people can share their deals too or um, what they're eyeing. So Oh my gosh, well, does anyone have any questions for Alicia? This has been so fun and informative. I'm feeling reinvigorated to dress the part for 2021 already. And maybe stop wearing my Christmas pajama pants. (laughs) I love it. So yeah, we've had a lot of good people kind of, you know, expressing that they feel insecure about their body, but they also know how important it is. But I know my students want to show up better on Zoom. And Alicia has given you some great tips. And I hope that if you have any questions for her, just ask them, put them in the replay and she'll also be sharing that lookbook for you. So you can kind of get an idea of like what her services entail. Maybe, maybe this is a good treat for you to boost your own confidence and help, help you out in your own business, uplevel your business. Anything else you want to add before
0: we go? I just want to say thank you. This has been so much fun. I love when people are excited to talk about clothing and style. But what I really love, Emily, is that we are able to talk about you know, why we're doing this. And the reason that we do this is because we wanna feel confident. We wanna be in healthy relationship with our body, right? We wanna show up as the person who already has the goal, right? We wanna be that person now. And that's really what it's all about. It's just about dressing to become the person who you're meant to be.
1: Oh, that is so good. I have heard a variation of that, but you you want to dress the part there yet. Dress it now, dress for it now. You know what I'm trying to say. And it will come true. You're manifesting that and people will treat you like that and you'll feel it and you'll act like that. So what Alicia said is so dang true. You've You've got to do it for yourself. So, okay. Thank you so much. We will chat later. I might talk to you about my upcoming photo shoot. And it's been such a treat. We'll post a link to her Facebook group. We'll get the lookbook in here, and let her know if you have questions. All right. Oh, oh, I do have somebody just popped in with a, a real quick question. I know we're going over any quick advice about shoes.
0: Okay, so let's get a
1: little more specific. Well, I mean, I'm thinking. In terms of like being comfortable and still looking good. I remember picking out the cutest yellow heels for my conference because I was trying to do the yellow thing and I was so dang uncomfortable. But um, Sharon just asked if you had tips for finding shoes, like good shoes on a deal. Maybe just like a good staple shoe for everybody.
0: I think that ankle boots are a great way to go. They're comfortable. They're stylish. They're versatile. You can get a lot of use out of them. That lookbook, I put black ankle boots in there, I believe just black, but I love the idea of a gray ankle boot or a red ankle boot, bringing in some color. That could be your conversation starter, right? A red ankle boot. I think ankle boots are a really great purchase and everybody should have a pair because of what I, you can choose the inches, you know, one inch, two inch, inch, you know, however tall you want to go. My clients generally... Pretty much all my clients like to wear comfortable shoes. I don't, the the women that I work with tend to want comfortable shoes. So I, that's what I focus on for them is like finding shoes, usually like two inches or lower for them that are stylish and comfortable. But I think an ankle boot is a great way to go with that.
1: I love how specific your answer was because I'm the type of girl I will run out and buy an ankle boot later today. (laughs) Uh, Susan has a tip for someone who is older and wants to follow some trends without looking like they're trying to be young. Have any tips?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So here's my thoughts on trends and and your question in general is that I think that trends are fun. And definitely if you love something, why not try it out? But for me, your personal style isn't so much about what you're wearing, it's how you're wearing it, right? It's how you're putting it together. That's really what makes it your personal style. So if you want to incorporate some trends into your look. And and here's the thing with trends. It's easy to incorporate any trend because the stores are carrying all the trends. So walk into any store and you're going to see what's popular at the moment. You like something, sure, go ahead and buy it. Um, I am not a huge fan of buying cheap, fast fashion stuff because it falls apart really quickly. And so a lot of those trends are sold in those stores. I do believe you can find some quality in cheaper stores. I know for a fact, you, I always look at fabrications. I'm huge on what is this made of? What is the, what are the ingredients, the contents? Um, but so I believe that if you love it, sure, why not bring it in? But it's just always remember that it, it isn't your style isn't so much about what you're wearing, but it's more about how you're wearing it and how you're putting it together. Oh, that's so
1: good. I like that. Well done. I think those are our last questions. Thanks for those last little lightning round. We slipped in there. So, all right. Thank you so much, Alicia. It's been so fun. I can't wait to see you online. I love watching your outfits and I appreciate you so much.
0: My pleasure. Thank you.
1: All right. Bye. Bye. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you're feeling very inspired to refreshen up your wardrobe, to make things work on Zoom, show up a little bit better, maybe even try out some lipstick to really like take things up to the next level. I know it's not all about appearances, and I'm not all into that vanity stuff, but feeling confident is really the key here. And when you're confident, it comes across in the discovery call. So we timed this perfectly. Next week in our podcast, we have Megan Otto, and we're going to be talking about photo shoots. So it's perfect. I hope you join us there. She's also going to be giving us some Instagram tips. It's a really good episode part of our summer series. We're talking to a lot of different freelancers. It's fun to see how they have these online businesses offering their talent, their services, their skills in new ways. Alicia is a prime example. Um, Megan is going to be a really good one. So I hope to see you next week. And while you're here, don't forget to sign up for my How to Work Online Masterclass. You'll find the link in the show notes, as well as all of Alicia's contact information, of course, all of her freebies and everything she mentioned. But yeah, uh, sign up for that and you can learn about five ways that you can be working online in a remote position that business owners are dying to hire. So combination of you looking good on Zoom, knowing your stuff, having an end game in mind for your freelancer business is going to make it happen for you. So I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me. ready to learn the digital marketing and social media skills that will get you hired online, head over to vacrashcourse.com where you can learn about my five-week program, the Digital Media VA Crash Course. Small business owners and solopreneurs want to hire someone who gets it and who can help them implement just about everything. They're looking for a magical assistant who does it all. With my comprehensive training, you can get your foot in the door and become the unicorn. Check out VA CrashCourse.com. Will you stop for a second? It yeah. froze up. So my audio's right. You were saying, let's back up just a like half a sentence or two. You're saying, I actually got my start and then it froze. Oh. <laughs> Surprise! Tune in next week and find out how I got my smart. I'm just gonna make one crappy podcast later. Okay, babe, I just need you. No, I need to plug this in. Okay, go play. I'm almost done. Need, my phone needs to charge. I need a phone. I kid you not. One morning, I was here working on my desk, and she brings up my phone, and she's like, "Put on my blue light glasses," and she she said, "I can't do anything until I finish my Instagram." <laughs>